And a good Saturday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Home and Appliance Radio Program right here on News Talk 760 WJR. We invite your phone calls for the next hour, the next hour only, to uh, talk about your major home appliances. Washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave oven, garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, and all complaints, all comments, suggestions are welcome on this radio program. We want to hear from you, and everybody listening wants to hear your voice because they learn from you. For the next hour, we'll be here to help you save money, make some smart decisions, and maybe even fix it yourself. I'm Joe Gannon, the Appliance Doctor, and on the other end, is our executive director, producer, and co-host, Donald the Hammer Schuster. Well, I'm not here to tell you what to do, Joe, but you must remember this. A kiss is still a kiss. A sigh is still a sigh. A fundamental things apply as time goes by. Anyway, we acknowledge the 20th anniversary of 9-11 here today. That's certainly something that'll be an overriding tone of the entire day. So we acknowledge that and remember everyone involved with all of that. And the show still goes on. We invite your calls with your appliance repair question. And here is the phone number to call. And right now is a good time to call. We're just starting out a brand new day, brand new hour, brand new show, brand new bank of callers. You could be right in there. 800 859 Zero WJR eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. One more time, get us going. Eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. Give us a call with your question right now. This is a question from Arthur to get us started, Joe. He says, Joe, I have a refrigerator that's dripping water slowly from the water spout. What do you think is causing this? Dripping water from the water spout. A lot of that has to do with the water pressure that's attached to the refrigerator, the water line. So I tell people, well, let's try something. And it works. It works. It's worked for several shut off the water supply completely and then turn it back on only when you turn it back on only turn it one or two turns to allow water to get to the refrigerator and if there's a water pressure problem then that straightens it out and away we go and so let's now direct our attention to Bob in Ontario. Let's do it. He's got a seven-year-old washer that goes through a cycle, but no water comes in. He's on line one, Bob. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for calling. How may we help you? Uh, Bob? Yes. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling. Good morning, Joe. I've talked to you before, and you seem to know a heck of a lot about appliances, so... I've had a problem. The thing's seven years old, and uh, we, we never shut the taps off. But all of a sudden, last week after the wash was done, we um, I turned the taps off. 
So I went to start it up this morning, turn the taps on, got the wash in there, and I'll go through a cycle, but no water's coming up. Well, the thing that governs the water is the water valve on the back of the machine where you hooked up the two yes. hoses. Yes. Well, that, that part can be defective. Now, can it? Are, you, are you getting cold water or... I'm not getting no water. None whatsoever? No, I undid both water taps at the machine. Yeah. And uh, checked them out. So I just put the taps, or did, did it back up and uh, put it through the cycle, but no water comes out. Okay. Well, in the machine is a, what they call a pressure switch. Now, okay. how, old, how old is your washer? Seven years. Seven years old. What kind, you know? Yes. Just, just a minute here. I haven't had the brand for you. Whirlpool. Okay. Now, the water level switch on the machine where you say, you know, you want small load, medium, large. Yes. That's a pressure. I, I put it on normal. Okay. And have you moved that at all? No, it's still at normal. All right. Well, set it for small or large. Okay. I'm going to go to large. Yeah. Are you right there at the machine right now? I am. Okay, good. You got the faucets on, turned on, right? Yes. Okay. Now, turn the machine, that water level switch to small or large. Okay. Turn your machine well, on. Uh, just a minute. Yeah. Okay, I got the machine on. I got it on normal and I'm gonna push the start button. Okay. Okay, here we go. The button for the lid to lock. Now, right now I'm just waiting for it to start. Takes a, okay, it's in a cycle right now. Yeah. Um, Any water coming in? No water. All right. You got to have, do you have a, is it a switch? Is it a knob? The, the taps? Yeah. The, yeah. They're the, on. The control, the control on the machine. Are there knobs on there or a touchpad? It, it's a uh, touchpad. Now, turn the machine off. Turn it off now. Yeah, well, no. it's not filling. It's not filling with water. No, it's not. Okay, turn the machine off. Pull the plug on it. Okay, just a second. I've done that. I'll put the plug back in now. No, no, pull the plug out. Yeah, I want it. I, I want the machine off. I don't want any power to the machine. Okay, it's off. All right, now. I want you to leave it off for at least one hour. Okay. Okay. Now, take some warm vinegar. 
Heat up a little vinegar. Take a, take a clean cloth and dampen the cloth with vinegar. Don't soak it. Yeah. Wipe off wipe off the touchpad control and yes. dry it with a piece of Kleenex. Okay. And call me back. I'm on tomorrow morning from 6 to 8. Okay. I want to know what happens. Okay. Okay. You know what we still got on it? We still got the plastic over from when it was new. Well, that's got to come off. I'm just going to take it off right now. Yeah. Oh. And call me back tomorrow morning. I will do that, Joe. Thanks, Bob. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Take care. Bob gets an A-plus for his sound effects. It's radio. This guy's providing his audio. Good for you, Bob. Thank you. 6.15 in the morning. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by SPS Glass Block. Yes, SPS Glass Block. It's urgent that if you have someone living in the basement of your home and they should perish because of a fire or a flood, as has happened recently, you need an egress window installed and get it done now. Don't wait any longer. Somebody dies in that basement of yours, you could go to prison for a long time. Call SPS Glass Block at 844-482-7378. That number again, 844-482-7378. We're going until 7 o'clock this morning. That means we got another 40 minutes plus to go. Helping us out in the WJR control room this morning on audio is Danielle Mason. On phones is Dave Kingpin Rieger. The phone number for you to call with your appliance repair question is 800-8590-WJR. 800 957. I'm happy to be helping out as well. I am your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we are just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the great voice of the Great Lakes, 760 WJR. The whole show is based on your phone calls, on your questions, and Bottom line, getting you your answers. So give us a call at 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957. Just so we're all clear now, the hours on the weekend for the Home and Appliance Show is Saturday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., one hour on Saturday, Sunday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., two hours on Sunday. reason on Saturday is that we've got some different programming going on now that we didn't have a couple of months ago. We've got the Great Michigan Weekend on, many weekends this morning. Uh, we've got three hours of Michigan State football pregame coverage. So different shows, more shows, same number of hours, something's got to give. So we're on Saturday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., and Sunday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All right. Let us go to line number two. This is Paul and Howell. He's got an E11 error code going, Joe. Good morning, Paul. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. And how may we help you? Well, uh, I'm talking for Paul. Uh, yeah. My name is Nikki. 
and uh, the washing machine has been working just fine for about five years, and all of a sudden I get a E11, and uh, I, I haven't had a washer for two weeks. I'm what kind? What kind of washer, Nikki? Uh, Electrolux. Okay, Frigidaire. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, it's an, and let me go look. Yeah. I, I think it's an Electrolux uh, something boost. Bosch? Uh, it says uh, Lux Care Wash Smart Boost. All right. Well, whatever that is, and I it's expect. It's an Electrolux. Electrolux. Electrolux is a. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, phrase uh, terminology by Frigidaire in the past. I don't know what it is now, but. Oh. So what's a machine not doing? Uh, it's not running. It just says E11. And have you shut it off for a while? Oh yeah. We unplugged it even for an yeah. hour, two hours, actually a day, and then plugged it back in, and it says E11. And it doesn't okay. matter what I put it on, whether it's uh, heavy duty or uh, uh, normal or light or <laughs> colors, it doesn't it just matter. Doesn't, it just doesn't run, right? Does, right. Does, does it fill with water? No. All right. Donald, you have something there you want to read that David uh, picked up on the Internet? Yep. We have Dave Kingpin Rieger at the WJR Appliance Air Code Research Desk. And this is what he came up with. I'm going to read what he copy and pasted here. Uh, okay. He says, this E11 error means that the washer didn't fill up with water quick enough, and it took more than six minutes to fill up with water. You should just need to unplug the washer for 60 seconds, which I think Nikki has told us she's done at least, but you need to unplug the washer for 60 seconds to let the washer know you're there and then plug the washer back in and wait 20 minutes and the issue should be reset. If you unplug the washer again, it resets the 20 minute timer. Uh, I'm not sure if you haven't left the plug in long enough or what, but make sure that you have it left plugged in for at least 20 minutes. Okay. All right, Nick, Nikki, I'm going to give you what I call my cure because the service technicians used to laugh when I would bring this up on the air. But I had an electronic genius years ago explain to me that the body, the human body is filled with electricity. So you take your fingers and you touch the touchpad on that machine. You have a touchpad on that machine, right? You are right. Okay, so the electricity from your body goes into that touchpad, activates the machine, but the coating in the oil that's in the end of your fingers coats that touchpad control and keeps the energy, the electricity from your body in the touchpad and mixes it up. So I'm okay. going to suggest something 
that I've done many, many times on the air in 40 years, okay? Okay. I uh, unplug the machine and leave it okay. off. Leave okay. it off for at least one hour. Take some warm vinegar. Heat up some plain vinegar. And okay. take, a, take a perfectly clean cloth. Dampen the cloth. Don't soak it. And wipe okay. off the touchpad control. And then wipe it dry with a piece of Kleenex. Not paper towel but a piece of tissue paper. Okay. Leave, leave it off for a good hour. Okay. And then, as I said to Bob earlier, call me tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll you give try it a that. shot. Give it a try. <laughs> okay. okay, thanks, Nikki. Thank you. You're welcome. Joe, Dave Rieger did a little more digging based on the information that Nikki gave us and came up with this line that if it doesn't reset, which is what Nikki's reporting at this time, it says you have a bad control board and that would need to be replaced. So maybe yes. that's it. Okay. And yeah, but you know, we've talked to a lot of people. You've heard me tell people constantly, use the vinegar treat. And, uh, you know, people who go right to that control board as a part needed for that machine, may find that the control board can cost anywhere from 200 to $700. Not feasible to fix, let's put it that way. Yeah, so I get it. You want to try everything else first, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, 6.30 in the morning, the Home and Appliance Show, and the next segment is brought to you by Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies. Just over there this week to pick up some medicine and i'll tell you it's a place that makes you feel like home the cheapest excuse that expression the less expensive drugs there is in the drug business can be purchased at farmington drugs and medical supplies eight mile and farmington road in livonia i mean they make you feel like family give them a call 248 478 3922 that's 248-478-3922. In the on-deck circle, we've got George from Gross Point ready to come up to the plate. In the hole, Gary from Monroe. We want to put you in the lineup as well. Give us a call with your appliance repair question. We've still got another half hour to go. 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957. I'm Donald the Hammer Schuster. You're listening to the longest running appliance repair radio show in America. Going through the WDR control room in the new center area of Midtown Detroit. Coming out of the Golden Tower, the Fisher Building, up to the Skywaves. It's the great voice of the Great Lakes. Down to your speaker and to your ears. It's where Detroit comes to talk. It's 760. It's WJR. I have to admit, I was a little bit distracted during that last commercial break, Joe, because in the last caller right before the commercial break with Nikki, she was going over everything on her uh, washer and she mentioned that she had the super power boost mode. I was checking out my own body here to see if I might have that mode and didn't know about it. Could you imagine <laughs> if you kicked me into super power boost mode, how that might change your life, Joe? Oh, no. <laughs> You're a nothing but superpower. <laughs> I got a feeling you'd have me unplugged and resetting in no time. All right. We're going until 7 o'clock this morning. We're here every Saturday morning, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Every Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. 
Plenty of good programming coming up after 7 o'clock this morning. And to tell us about it, Danielle Mason. 7-9, we have the inside out. Then 9 until 10.30, we have the WJR MSU tailgate show. And then uh, the MSU football pregame show starts at 10.30. And then, you know, football for the rest of the day, right? That's what that's what's going on uh, WJR this morning. Football Saturday. There we go. Michigan State could make it two in a row. All right. We've got a caller from Gross Point whose igniter does not always work in his hot water heater. He is on line three. Joe, let's see if we can help out George. Good morning, George. Thanks for calling. And how may we help you? Good morning, Dr. Joe. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, A.O. Smith hot water heater. Uh, the igniter seems to go off uh, the last week twice in a row. The wife says, hey, we don't have any wa- hot water. I go to the basement. I don't see the flashing light every four seconds. I follow the instructions to reignite it. It kicks on again. It's happened to me twice. Right now it's working. But my question is, uh, it's happened twice in one week. Is there a problem there? What should I do? Well, there's a problem, or it wouldn't be going off. And are you doing anything in the house, any construction or anything like that? No, nothing Nothing, at all. Nothing at all. The hot water is in the basement. There's no air currents to to extinguish anything. And uh, I don't understand unless there's a faulty um, device in the system somewhere. Well, there is. There's a thermocouple attached to uh, that pilot assembly. How old is the hot water tank? Nine years old. All right. Well, you're right in the category of a thermocouple failure. I would go to the plumber who installed it, and uh, I go to them and explain the problem, and they'll tell you which part has to be replaced on that tank. And uh, it's not it's not like the old days. You'd go to the hardware store and for ten, fifteen dollars, you'd buy a thermocouple. You'd change it yourself. It was easy to do. I've done many of them. But the new thermocouple assembly, going back to your era when that thing was new, is different than the past. So I talked to the plumber, explained what it's doing, and have him suggest which part you need. Purchase it yourself. You can install it yourself. It's not that difficult. And uh, go from there. Can I go to a uh, a little more advanced uh, hardware store where they might have uh, thermocouples for sale and understand this problem? Or should I just go directly to the uh, guy that installed it? I go right to the guy who installed it because these thermocouples, it's not like a generic thermocouple would fit just about any hot water tank. All you had to know is the length of it. But see, your your hot water tank came into a new era, a different thermocouple, and uh, it just confused everybody who would always just replace the thermocouple. Now you got a whole assembly you got to replace. So I'd go, I'd go to the plumber. I'd go to the expert. Good. And it's something I can do Possibly, because I'm reasonably handy. Yes, sir. If you can hold a screwdriver, you can do it. Excellent. Thank you, Dr. Joe. You're great. Appreciate your service. Thank you very much for calling. Appreciate you.
Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you. It's one thing if a refrigerator is cold. It's another thing if it's too cold. Let's go to Monroe and talk online, too, to Gary. Hi, Gary. Thanks for calling. How may we help you? Hey, Joe. About a month ago, I noticed uh, the food in the refrigerator was getting too cold. So uh, I turned the temperature down on the freezer and the refrigerator, and that didn't seem to work, so I kept turning it lower and lower. And uh, I put a uh, temperature uh, thermometer in just uh, the other day. It read 22 degrees. And things are freezing no matter what. I, I got it as, as low as it can possibly go without being off. And I, it doesn't affect it at all. What kind of refrigerator and how old is it? It's a GE. And I'm estimating it at 15, 20 years old. Uh, it was my father's. All right. Is the freezer on the top or the side? The side. So it's a side-by-side, -side, 15, 20 years old. There's a damper control in between the walls where the air comes from the freezer into the refrigerator. That damper control could be defective. Now, is it cold? Is it, what's the temperature in the freezer? Uh, if I put an ice tray in, it's frozen within two hours. All right. But I haven't checked the uh, actual temperature. Well, I want you to check the actual temperature because you need to shut down the flow of air from the freezer into the refrigerator. I'll find okay. the damper control I'm talking about. It's mounted in the refrigerator between the two walls up high. Yeah, I, I found that and I turned it down as low as possible. All right. Now, take a piece of duct tape and tape the exit where the air comes into the refrigerator. Okay. Now, tape part of the ductwork. You want to slow down the movement of air in the, the into the refrigerator. Okay. Now that damper control may be defective, may All need right. re may need replacing. I don't think it's something you you should throw the refrigerator away. I don't I don't think it's something that'll be too expensive to fix. The only problem that you might occur that might occur is that the part is no longer available. It's almost like they build things and there's no limit. There's no time period that manufacturers have to hold the part in supply for repairs. There is no law that states anything. Okay, but you're saying the tape might uh, do the trick, right? Well, the tape might do the trick in, in the sense that you're slowing down the air movement, so less air coming into the refrigerator means... Warmer temperatures, let's put it that way. Okay. Well, uh, I'll try uh, the tape first. And uh, I do all my business with Chris, your buddy. Oh, and, yes. Uh, if the part's available, I'll have them come out. Yeah, right. All right. Well, well I thank you very much. 
It's okay. very nice of you to call, and we appreciate all the folks from the Ohio Monroe area that call in. And uh, I like I like to say to you the same thing I've said to two people already this morning. Call me tomorrow. <laughs> I will. Okay. I will. Take care. Look to you all the time. So thank uh, you very you, much. You have a great day. Bye you bye. Too. Bye bye. Well, check your clocks. Should say 6.46 on this Saturday, September 11th. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by Dalton Environmental Cleaning. Kurt Presley, Dalton Environmental Air Duct Cleaning, Dryer Vent Line Cleaning. Been with me for 30 years on radio. Wherever I've been, he's been with me. And I've never had a complaint. Now, he's fixed. He's cleaned the air ducts for thousands of our radio listeners and i've never had a complaint because he does it to perfection i'm telling you this guy knows what he's doing he does it according to the association of air duct cleaners in the united states and he does a terrific job call dalton environmental air duct cleaning at 877 daltons that number is 877-325-86 67. You have three ways to stay in touch with the Home and Appliance Show during the week. One is to visit our webpage at wjr.com slash appliance. You can listen to past episodes of the show there. You can see a list of our preferred partners. That's at wjr.com slash appliance. Another way, stay in touch. Email Joe Gannon, the appliance, directly at his own personal email address. The address is the first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. So it's A-P-P-L-D-O-C-T at gmail.com. Third way is to sign up for the monthly Joe Gannon Home and Appliance Show monthly email newsletter where you get all kinds of great tips just like you hear on the show only more and new and different and you get it for a whole year for a minimum ten dollar donation to spectrum human services a family services agency helping out all kinds of families in the southeastern michigan area so to sign up for that newsletter go to spectrumhuman.org s-p-e-c-t-r-u-m spectrumhuman.org Org. We're coming on back. When we do, we're going to be talking to Bob in Chatham, Ontario. We're going until 7 o'clock this morning. I'm Donald the Hammer Schuster, helping out on the Home and Appliance Show on News Talk 760 WJR. We've got a listener in Chatham, Ontario we're going to be talking to right now. And why are we going to be talking to him? Because he did what you can do, and that's call us at 800-859-0WJR. We're going to be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., 800-859-0957. He's got a question about his refrigerator. He's got a story about his washer. Chatham, Ontario on line one. Joe, this is Bob. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Hi, Joe. I have a, I had a washer, and it was a Maytag front load, and uh, I went on holidays. So as a thoughtful person for my insurance company, I shut the main water off. I had someone watching my house, and I always leave the door open on the front load so it dries out. Right. Unbeknownst to me, it had a very, very slow leak, the inlet valve. So it was Whoa. filling up with water, which I didn't know. 
on the third or fourth day when my house sitter came in to check, there's water coming out of the front, dripping out of the front of it, and the the drum is full. So not only do we have to shut off the main water when we go out of town, shut the water valves off at the washer because it drained all the water from all the pipes up top out the front of my washer. Just did something have, to think about. Did you have a lot of damage? Uh, yeah, the floor was warped up a little bit, uh, you know, but it's just something that I thought was covered by shutting off the water. Now, we had yeah. road bores out in front and probably sent a bunch of debris into those valves because it was right when that was happening. That's possible, but I replaced the valve. I have no problem. Now, the problem I had with my refrigerator, it's a uh, Gen Air, side, uh, three-door, side-by-side. And uh, when the compressor kicks on, it sounds like a bunch of woodpeckers inside on some steel. Uh, it's been doing that for about a year or so, and I just wondered, what what is that? Is that something I should be concerned about? Or? Well, how old is that refrigerator? Seven years old. All right. I was just going to say any refrigerator within the last 10 years produced by the manufacturers, the biggest complaint that people have on sounds made by refrigerators, the biggest complaint now is there are noises in a refrigerator that I never had in the past. Right. And, and that's... That's the way it's made today. The It's as if the manufacturer said at one point, okay, we don't have to do this. We'll create a little noise, but people will have to live with it. So noises wow. that refrigerators make today are irritating to many people. I have a list someplace, okay, with all the different sounds made by refrigerators. And I mean, it's two pages long. But it's the biggest complaint that consumers have on refrigerators. But let me ask a couple questions here just so I can redefine what might be wrong with yours. Is yours noisy when the compressor comes on or goes off? When it comes on. Is the noise a thumping kind of sound? No, it's like a woodpecker on a tin shed. All right. All right. A wrapping sound. Now they got a new refrigerant that they use today in refrigerators compared to the old days. And I just found out how costly that is because I have a leak in my air conditioning system, which will uh, increase in time, which means I'm going to be buying a new central air conditioning system. But uh, it uses R22, which is what they used in back in the old days, one pound, one pound of refrigerant, which you could buy in a local hardware store for $2 for one pound. Today, the cost of one pound of R22 is $110. Oh my God. Uh, and the refrigerant they use today is not capable of keeping refrigerators running for 20, 25 years. That's the bad thing about this new refrigerant. And I, it was all by design. Let me tell you, it was wow. all by design. But uh, wow. 
So anyways, uh, I'm not concerned about your refrigerator. It's noises okay. that are caused by expansion, cheaper coils, less coils instead of more. Uh, there's reasons for that. But back to the washing machine. The real smart consumer has two new valves put into their plumbing, which were are handle valves instead of a knob, you know. They right. have these handle valves put on their water line right behind the washing machine. And the real smart consumer always shuts off the water on both valves. All right. Yeah. Anyways, me it's very just, nice. Me just, I was just thinking of that the main water shut off. I had nothing to worry about, but apparently right. not. Well, you learn wow. you learned something there. You're a good consumer. Yeah, the, Thank you for calling very much. I gotta go here, as uh, we've got the the inside outside guys coming on, and if there's anything you need to know about a home, their experience in the industry is valuable to everyone who listens to them. They've got a great program that makes you a smarter consumer. I'm Joe Gannon. His name Donald the Hammer Schuster. Thank you, Dr. Joe. We're going to be back again tomorrow, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Give us a call right at 6 o'clock. You'll walk right through the front door and onto the air. Get your question answered at 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957.